0: Welcome to the Sing Deep Podcast, where we see deep in a shallow world by exploring our surrounding culture through a biblical lens. This month, we have been talking about raising kids in a scary world and how values and boundaries can give our kids confidence. This week, we are going to take away fear and empower our children to face the uncertainties of this fall. Our fallen culture is difficult to navigate, but I have a friend with me today to help us empower our children, Lynn Cowell. Lynn is a national conference speaker who is passionate about helping women of all ages understand the importance of Christ's confidence. She is the author of several books, including just-released book for girls ages 8 to 12, Loved and Cherished. She also serves on the speaking and writing team for Proverbs 31 Ministries, Lynn and her husband, Greg, have been married for over 30 years and are the parents of three young adults. They enjoy spending time together, especially when it combines the mountains, well-worn sweatshirts, and anything with chocolate and peanut butter, a woman after my own heart. Lynn, her family, and the occasional backyard deer live near Charlotte, North Carolina. The scripture for this episode is taken from 1 John 4, 16. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This verse offers a secret for us all. Relying on God is what enables us to live this life victoriously. And when we know that God is love personified, He is good, then we know and trust that His goodness will get us through this life. And there are promises that God gives us that help our children, too. In this episode, we're going to discuss five promises that Lynn is going to share with us that our children can hold on to during this season and in all of life. And the first one is about God's presence. God is with us, but sometimes we are not aware of His presence.
1: So the first promise we're talking about is God's presence. And Isaiah 41.10 tells us, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God's presence being with me, um, that I was continually you know, communicating that to my children, that even though I was going through the most sorrowful time in my life, mm-hmm. I was also profoundly aware that God was with me.
0: That is the real key there. I think when we are aware of His presence, that is what gives us the power to live this life. We know there's a certainty. Our God is real and He is with us. And the fact that our God is sovereign and in control is such a beautiful truth to hold on to as well. And yet, sometimes we can struggle with this concept when this world seems so out of control, especially right now during a pandemic. This is such a time, I think, though, where the harvest is ripe and people are seeing their need of God. And this is where God's power is amazing. He uses everything for our good and His glory. So this is where we see His control. And this leads us to point number two. God being in control is comforting when we consider that God is love and that God's love is enough for all of our problems. A loving God in control is good news.
1: It absolutely is good news, especially, like you said, Denise, when right now, everything around us seems out of control, and yet God's love constantly surrounds us and is in us. And so nothing, not a virus going on in the world, unrest in our country and government, not the mean girl on Instagram or the mean <laughs> voice I hear in my own head some days can push or shove God's love away from us, In Romans eight thirty eight and 39 Paul just reminds us for I'm sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know when um during that time period I was talking about when my father um, had been struggling for five years with cancer and then he, he passed away, um, there were other things going on in our life and, and my children ended up moving from being homeschooled to um, one went to private school and one went to public school. And at both schools, both the Christian school and the public school, my children experienced bullying. And it was a really difficult time for them because they were already in such a a hard place of transition. And I think that knowing God's love for them um, helped to provide a layer of protection in their life. While I know it still hurt, and really I see the ramifications of some of that in their lives even today, knowing God's love can build a foundation for our children against the hard things and the uncertainties that, that they're sure to go through. And, and that's the foundation that Michelle Needard and I are building through our new devotional you talked about, Loved and Cherished. It's using God's word as a blanket of protection for life that's to come, whether it's middle school, high school, lifetime, because a child who understands that they're unconditionally loved by God has a, a benefit or, or an advantage of knowing that no matter what happens on the ball field or the playground or even the Zoom classroom, That nothing can alter God's love for them.
0: Mm. You know, just today I was talking with my third daughter, excuse me, and she was just sharing how the bullying from actually people who claim to be Christian. Mm -hmm. You know, you talk about the mean Insta girl, (laughs) and that's a real thing. And it's hard, and it's hard to process when it comes from a source you don't expect. And even though they can know and they can grow, grow up in the word, there can still be this head knowledge moving to the heart where I'm going to live this out. I know that God's enough, you know, mm-hmm. because sometimes it can be one of these things that they, they've heard. But as I've been talking with uh, my daughters lately, it's, it's their turn to now carry that torch. And it's a beautiful thing to see them, you know, walking in their faith now as young adults, but those scars are still something they think about from people who are bullying or unkind. But I think sometimes our awareness of our surroundings can intimidate us and cause us to doubt God. Is he enough to give us strength and comfort when things are uncertain? And this brings us to your third point, God's comfort. Yeah, so as, again, going back
1: to the, the, the story with my father, experiencing um, God's comfort was not only important for me, but also important for me to model to my children. Zephaniah 3.17 tells us that the Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. You know, the fact is, is that we will have trouble. And in this verse, it says that in the midst of that trouble, God is mighty to save us. The Bible wouldn't need to promise that God's mighty to save if we didn't need saving from something. You know, the word to save means to rescue from danger or possible harm, injury, or loss. And we live in a world and a country that puts a lot of emphasis on self-reliance and it shuns needing help. Like, that's a sign of weakness, and yet, this is the exact place where God's power is so amazing. Mm. And in this upside-down kingdom, um, he addresses the fact that we will need comforting. And he is there for that. You know, one of the kind of one of the saddest stories of um, my children growing up is we had been given a dog. I I think you always should wonder now, if somebody gives you their dog, why are they giving you their dog, right? <laughs> Well, we found out because um, this family gave us their dog and then my daughter had a birthday party. And the child from the family that that gave us this dog, she went down to pet her old dog and the dog bit her in the face. Mm. Um, and this was at my daughter's birthday party. And it really was quite a, a traumatic day. Um, and And so that day was one of those times where my daughter needed comforting. And because the dog, you know, never came back, my whole family needed comforting. Um, So comfort isn't just something that we need as adults, but it's when um, life is troublesome that we can show our children that our God is
0: there to comfort us as well. He wants to be our comfort in those places. And, you know, when you were talking, I was thinking about when Jesus promised us we'd have troubles. And that's a promise we don't really want yeah. But, you know, he chose the suffering we so often would rather avoid. But it is in that place, that place of suffering that I believe we often turn our eyes to God and say, help. Mm-hmm. You know, when everything is perfect, I think we we do tend to rely on self. And so I, him being the comfort, you know, so often we want other things to be our savior But His comfort is exactly what we need in that place. And He wants to be that comfort. I love that. So your next point, you talk about God's hope for our
1: future. Well, you know, at the beginning of the episode, we talked about the uncertainties of the fall. And I think that when life is uncertain... Um, it really helps us to focus on the positive things that we have in, in Christ as, as those who are his children and his daughters. And one of the things he promises us is that there is hope for our future. In Philippians 1.6, it tells us, and I'm sure of this, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. So for those of us who've been chosen to make Jesus the the color of the shots in our life or to make him our Lord, he started a really good thing in us the moment we did just that. And he's been working in us every single day to continue this good thing of making us more like him. That's the whole goal of all of this is to become like him. He's creating us to be people who make him famous and cause his greatness to be in the spotlight of our lives. So Mm -hmm. no matter matter what's going on in our families, in our school, in our church, in our community, our world, our country, God is faithful to keep this promise and nothing can cause him to stop working good in our lives. I want to say that again, nothing Mm-hmm. nothing can cause him to stop working good into our lives not covid and not the cancellation of in person church or school or sports for many of our students this season they're living in feels completely devastating whether it's um you know sports that they work so hard in or um you know, they're academics that just feel like they're crumbling from underneath them. In fact, as my husband and I were watching the news this week, they were talking about the young people in the Olympics and how they've worked their entire lives mm. for this, this event. And, and I just can't fathom that level of disappointment. And yet, um, God is still at work in those of us who are His. So, you know, Denise, as we're talking about a time of um, life being unexpected or disappointed, can you think of a time in your life when God has used something unexpected for your good? Oh, you know,
0: so many. (laughs) I think that we tend to have hindsight a lot more often than recognizing it in the moment. Um, I know uh, middle school was a very, very hard time for me, and certainly with bullying and my parents being divorced and multiple moves and uh, sexual abuse and other things that transpired that greatly caused confusion and hardship for me. And obviously, that wasn't my expectation at that stage of life. And yet, I can look back and I can see God his presence enabling me, and things that I learned. And and it was certainly one of the reasons why I chose to home educate um, mm-hmm. after being pretty traumatized in school. Um, there were knife fights on Fridays. Let's just leave it there. It was bad. But I, uh, I just really wanted my kids not to experience that. But that is probably what was an impetus for that. And I'm so grateful I did home educate, but at the same time, you know, they've still had to learn some of the same lessons, maybe at a later age, as they encountered some of the same things in the real world. But I would say uh, the hard places also do equip us, you know, so we can maybe help others. And I've been able to help my kids in ways because of things I've experienced. I wouldn't have volunteered to experience them, uh, for sure, but I do see God's goodness you know, in it, yeah. And again,
1: yours is an example of God's upside down kingdom. You know, He can take something that looks bad and and bring good as only He can. Our family has all kinds of stories like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my my youngest daughter has had three concussions. Three concussions. She's only twenty three years old, and none of them came from playing sports. Wow. Um, but during each one of her concussions, the, in that in that time of being all alone and quiet. Jesus has completely shown up and revealed something new to her each and every time. Um, and so that's, that's what our God does, is, um, is He takes something that the enemy means for evil and uses it
0: for good. Yes, He does. And we are living proof of that. Mm-hmm. So I think your fifth promise, Lynn, is one of my favorites. God cannot break His promises. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. he is faithful. And it was in the hardest places for me as an adult, his promises that I held on to. I knew that God is certain. His promises are certain. He will complete the work as you shared a few minutes ago. And so his faithfulness was a refuge to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So as, as we,
1: again, we're looking at what we can help our children hold on to in the uncertainties of this fall. Um, the five promises that God gives us. And this is his fifth promise that that I'm focusing on today is his faithfulness. In Exodus 34, six, it tells us that the Lord passed before him who was Moses and he proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord, a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Now this verse was written by Moses who would have been writing about his own experience with God. So God showed his faithfulness to the Israelites again and again and again, water in the desert out of a rock, manna for food that fell from the dew at night as well as quail. And he saved them when Pharaoh came after them, drowning the ruler and his men in the Red Sea. What God was, was faithful. And Moses wrote down the evidence that God was faithful so that people like you and I could hear it again and again and again. And this is a great practice to do with our children. We Mm -hmm. can create a journal. I have a journal um, that I write my prayer requests in black and white. And then I write beside them in red the date and how God answered that. Another idea is to have a jar where you write down when you see God's faithfulness and you put those pieces of paper in there and pull them back out um, on days that are hard to remind your family, God is faithful, even though my children are all grown and on their own today, we still rehearse God's faithfulness with them. When they're worried or they're fearful, we talk about all the times that God has been faithful, and these times are our our testimonies. They're proof that God will be faithful in the future.
0: Hmm. So good. And you know, I think one of the things in holding on to His faithfulness helps us then to also be a faithful people. Mm -hmm. If I know that God is going to be faithful to me, I don't want to be faithless. Mm -hmm. I want to live it out in a way that other people can also find my faithful God. Mm -hmm. So, Alain, thank you so much for sharing these. And um, I can't wait For next week, y'all, you got to listen in. She's going to be sharing three tips to us as we continue this mini series, if you will, on empowering our children. Lynn, where can they find you?
1: Um, My website is lencowell.com. And um, the new book that um, Michelle Nieder, professional counselor, and I have just released is Loved and Cherished 100 Devotions for Girls. And you can learn all about that at lovedandcherished.me.
0: Wonderful. You've been listening to the Scene Deep Podcast, where we dive into the Word of God for the answers to life's problems.